I'd like to welcome all of you who are listening and watching uh, this morning. Certainly, I wish you were here instead, but unfortunately, it cannot be so. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found, was blind, but now I see. These words were not written about today's gospel, but they are appropriate. It is truly, this gospel is truly a story about amazing grace, a story that sort of unfolds in two stages. Stage number one, Jesus picks out a blind beggar, what we would call, I suppose, a social nobody. He performs a ritual on his eyes, that is, he takes mud, he rubs it on his eyes, and then, ten, then he tells him to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. We know the outcome. A miracle, definitely, the blind man can now see. After he receives the gift of sight, the Pharisees, that is, the religious leaders of the day, question him. They desire to know the how, the when, and the where. They rejected the work of Jesus because he broke the law by healing on the Sabbath. When the blind man said that his healer was surely a prophet, they in turn were angry and they threw him out of the house. And this brings us to stage two. Jesus once again finds the blind man, who is no longer blind, by the way, and once again, he takes the initiative. That is, he gently leads him to a confession of faith, whereby the blind man said, I do believe, and he fell down in worship before him. We don't know what became of this man, this converted man, but there is a strong possibility that he became a Christian believer, Christian disciple. The great paradox in this story is that the one who was in physical darkness came into the light, whereas those who thought they were spiritually enlightened, they ended up in darkness. And so having sort of pondered that neat little story, I think it's appropriate to ask, well, where do we fit in? Well, before baptism, all of us were spiritually blind. After being washed in the waters of baptism, we received the seed of faith in our hearts. In other words, we became sharers in that amazing grace. And as we advanced in years, we developed a personal relationship with the Lord. The intensity of that relationship, and you know best, 
That intensity varies from person to person. Usually, though not always, in times of pain, turmoil and struggle, that relationship can become more intense and also more supportive. And mentioning pain and turmoil, these are certainly difficult days. You know that as well as I do. That is, the rug has literally been pulled out from under our feet. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what's next. Even our churches are locked. So we, see, we feel that sense of powerlessness, fear, and depression. But just keep in mind that we're never alone. That baptismal covenant, which we made perhaps several years ago, has what we call an enduring effect. That is, baptism, the sacrament of baptism, sort of like the Energizer bunny. Uh, it, continues, it continues to give, provided that we continue to invoke the name of the Lord. If we do, we can be quite sure that if we do it in faith, we will, in fact, experience his amazing grace. So my prayer for all of you on this day is that you experience a sense of peace and tranquility in the midst of the chaos that is swirling around us each and every day. Amen.